Happy Monday and welcome to the Talking Story Podcast. This is your host, Kelsey Walaszewski. And guys, I cannot believe we are almost to September. This is the last day in August. And I just can't believe how 2020 has flown by, but also at the same time, it has been a very interesting year. And I'm sure everyone has felt that this year. So um, anyways, I just just was thinking of the dates and I was like, wow, here we are, end of August. Um, I am in the beautiful state of California right now and we're going to be talking about rest today. I don't know how excited y'all are about this conversation topic, but I have found it to be quite interesting and as always, we're going to be discussing in real time what I am currently learning and experiencing in my life in hopes that it will help you in your life. I believe when we can come together and share stories with each other of what's happening or what has happened in our lives, it can help and bring inspiration, even healing and hope to other people. So that's why I have been showing up. This will conclude eight weeks of episodes with me just me. And it's all been about reflections. So it's things that I'm learning, I'm going through, I'm experiencing in real time. I have not overcome. I am not the expert, but it's just something that I may be struggling with or challenged by or whatever. And I just show up every Monday saying, hey, here I am. And again, today we're talking about rest, Sabbath, Shabbat, um, all the above. I think it's something that I have been wrestling with um, in my life. I am not a great person of rest. I'm a workaholic, in fact. I love to work. I find identity in work. I find fulfillment in work. And so to be able to take time off or a day off can be challenging. And so anyways, I'll just share with you what I'm learning. And again, would love to hear from you and what you're going through and learning and struggles or accomplishments, joys and pain, whatever it may be. This is a tribe, a community, and I'm here for you. I am here for you. And thanks for being a part of this tribe, by the way. If you are tuning in for the first time to the Talking Story podcast and you're like, what the heck is this about? Well, we took a Shabbat or a sabbatical or a break from the actual Talking Story podcast. But go back, scroll back, uh, swipe back. There are 37 episodes that you've missed out on that are actually stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And that is really what this Talking Story podcast is all about, is finding these awesome, incredible people. But guys, they would admit to you and to me that they're no one's special. They're just like you. They're just like me. But they have uh, journeyed into an exciting life. And by exciting, the theme in which we have found amongst all the people we've interviewed thus far is that their joy and their excitement comes from helping people. And that truly is what I believe life is all about. So that's what we come on here and we bring stories to you to hope and inspire you and to tell you that you have a purpose. You have a reason that you walk this planet. I believe in you. There is not a mistake for your life and that you are meant to do great things. You are an ordinary person just like me, but you are called to do extraordinary work. And that extraordinary is truly making a difference in other people's lives. And it can be in big ways. It can be in small ways. And then this eight-week reflection is just kind of, you know, you can't do extraordinary work or extraordinary work 
without really taking care of yourself. And that's kind of the whole idea of rest and Shabbat and sabbatical is this period of rest of going, hey, I've got to, you know, heal myself or find myself or take time for myself in order to be full. And when you're full, then you can help fill others. If you're empty, you can't help others when you're empty. You're burning out. You're tired. You're frustrated. You're not going to be good to anyone. You're not going to be helpful to anyone. So um, anyways, that's why we took a little break from the Talking Story podcast because we believe in that. So here we are in real time. And this is what I have been currently working on because if you're following my personal story on Facebook or Instagram, I'm Captain Kelsey Hawaii, C-A-P-T, so Captain, Cap Short, um, Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y, Hawaii. And um, I put a lot of just fun things, you know, just whether they're my life of work, play, my dogs, um, what God's been teaching me, Bible studies, and of course, uh, the Talking Story podcast. So that's all kind of found in my feed. But this week, if you've been following my feed, it has been a lot of playing. I am very blessed to have a client, now friend, who invited me to come up to her beautiful lake house and spend a week here. And I've got to meet some amazing people while being up here, some people I've known, some people I've gotten to know the first for the first time, and it's just been fun. And when having fun, there's some guilt, I guess. I'm always thinking, oh my gosh, I should be working or oh my gosh, I should be doing this or am I really allowed to have fun? I sh-, you know, it's covid, I should be you know, I don't know, trying to find a job because we don't know what the future holds. So there's always personal guilt trips that I put on myself. And I've been really kind of wrestling through like, okay, is this, is this like a guilty thing that I should be feeling guilt from of having fun and being in community with others? Or is this actually a necessary thing? And so I've been doing some research on that, some scientific research, as well as some uh, religious research on the importance of finding rest or taking a respite or um, finding just break, just taking a break from life. So here it is. And we're going to talk about how mental breaks increase productivity, replenish attention, solidify memories, and encourage creativity. And again, this is what is going on in my life in real time. I'm going to read you guys something from, oh, the Scientific American. And so I'm just going to read it to you real fast, and then we'll talk from here about what's going on with me. Hopefully, again, it's an encouragement to you. To summarize, Americans and their brains are preoccupied with work much of the time. Um, Amen to that. I don't know about y'all, but I am always just thinking about work, whether it's Moy Moy Market, whether it's been Adventure Expo Tours, whether it's the other things I'm dreaming of, that's where my brain goes all the time. Throughout history, people have, uh, let's see, I'm actually not going to say that. Uh, sorry. Uh, what if the brain requires substantial downtime to remain industrious and generate its most innovative ideas? Idleness is not just a vacation, an indulgence, or a vice. It is as indispensable to the brain as vitamin D is to the body. And deprived of it, we suffer a mental affliction. 
as, dis- as disfiguring as Ricketts, as sayest Tim Crater wrote in the New York Times. The space and quiet that idleness provides is a necessary condition for standing back from life and seeing it as a whole and for making unexpected connections and waiting for the wild summer lightning strikes of inspiration. It is paradoxically necessary to get any work done. So, interesting introduction to this article. And there's a lot of scientific studies. Okay, I'm opening the door because it's a little hot. I'm doing this in the rental car (laughs) because this is the only quiet place. But now I'm dying. Anyways, this is real time, you guys. So enjoy it because that is the setting in which I'm in. Is a front seat of a car in the middle of the woods somewhere because I just needed to find quiet. But now it's really hot. And so there may be cars driving by. So anyways, going back to this article... I just found it. I was like, huh, mental downtime. Like we do need to take mental downtime. And again, already explaining, I am a workaholic. So it's really hard for me to waste, a, air quote, waste time. Um, we did an episode, episode 12 with Dr. Bentley Tate and Matt Perkins. And we titled it, Busyness Isn't Always Effectiveness. And I was told this by a college professor of mine, because I think he probably saw in me that I was a busybody. I liked to work. I felt, again, my identity was my work. And I remember him pulling me aside and he was just telling me like, Kels, busyness is not effectiveness and that we really do need to take time to play. And we do need to take time to rest. And we do need to take time where we can turn off our brain or shift our brain from the normal day to day and do something different. Um, Part of rest, we're just going to go to before fun and playing, is the necessity of sleeping seven to eight hours a night. Guys, I was just talking to someone here at the lake house about this importance of sleeping seven to eight hours. And it's interesting because as this group of people, we all have dinner together and then we hang out late into the evening. But I am like this one person who will just excuse excuse myself around 930 um, sometimes even nine o'clock and I'm like, hey guys, good night. I'm heading to bed. And as a joke, someone was like, oh my gosh, you know, you need to stay up. What are you, you know, are you an old lady? And I don't take offense at all. I, I totally know that was a joke, but it was funny that probably one of the younger people here is going to bed the earliest. And I thought, you know, it is one of those things that I have found for my body and for me to be productive and happy and healthy is I do need to sleep seven to eight hours. And even if that is excusing myself from the fun, I just know that if I don't, I'm going to suffer the consequences the next day. My brain is going to be fuzzy. I'm not going to feel right. And so I am going to sacrifice a little fun that goes into the evenings for the sake of getting that seven to eight hours of sleep. And that's just essential for me. And scientifically, that seven to eight hours of sleep is necessary for our brains to truly heal. So I just want to encourage you guys that if you not are not a seven to eight hours of sleep person, um, to really maybe start to figure out what you need to do to become one. And I know I have a few friends that say the reason they can't sleep is that their brains are always um, thinking that a lot of times they're just tossing and turning. They can't sleep because their brains are just always going. And I was listening to a podcast about that the other day. And this person suggested that 
if your brain is going and that's causing you to not get the sleep in which you need to actually jot down what your brain is thinking. Because once your brain knows that that thought is now on a piece of paper, it can like rest easy that you can come to it in the morning, but it doesn't have to keep toying with that thought. And so as thoughts keep happening in your world, as you're trying to sleep, jot it down, jot it down, jot it down, and then just see if your brain will start to go, oh, okay. And then they can, it can rest. It can sleep. Anyways, just some ideas there. Um, micro naps. I used to be a pro at micro naps for whatever reason. I'm in a season that napping seems to be difficult. I will lay down and I will rest. I cannot turn off my brain. So maybe I need to do that jotting things down in a nap situation, but Um, there is something about naps and I have found that interesting that when I was in a season of naps and maybe it was, I think I was doing adventure X, I was doing moi moi on weekends. So there's a lot going on in my life that naps seemed to be, um, almost necessary for me. And so it was usually a midday nap. I feel like it was like a three o'clock where I could just feel my mind and my body just shutting down and I would go and just lay down for 20 minutes. I would not let myself sleep for longer than 30. So I would give myself a 20 to 30 minute window. And as I laid there, I would, I would just, my brain would go into a deep sleep for 20 to 30 minutes. And sometimes people don't take naps because they think, oh, I might, I wake up really feeling groggy and I don't like that feeling. And I get that. And that usually comes from those hour to two hour naps where you will turn off your brain and then you wake up and you feel worse than you did when you started. And so, but micro naps are these 20 to 30 minute power naps. And if you are able to take a break or retreat from work and go in the car and turn on the AC or turn on the heater and take a 20 to 30 minute power nap. My gosh, I found that rest for my mind and my brain. The second half of the day, I was so much more productive. And so it's interesting. Again, you feel guilty of like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be taking this rest. I have so much to do. But by taking that rest, you're more productive. Um, Anyways, would love to hear from you if you are a nap person or not. Now, using and prioritizing vacation. Now, as I was researching this idea of rest, sabbatical, Shabbat, I was coming across information and research that there are a lot of Americans that do not use their vacation days. This shocked me, you guys. Paid vacation days that are sitting in people's banks, I guess, vacation banks, and they don't take them because... They feel that if they were to take this vacation, that the work in which they're doing wouldn't get done. And there's a guilt and there's this pressure. And so they continue to work. Now, I find this interesting. I'm going to fast forward because I was researching the Jewish um, as well as the Christian idea of the Sabbath or the Shabbat. And there was an article that listed six reasons why it was important to take this day of rest. So within the week, right, seven days a week um, in the Christian um, faith, in which that's where I stand, and the Jewish faith, there's this idea of taking a day of rest, right? So God worked six days, or he created the world in six days, created the universe in six days, and took this day of rest. 
And because he did this, he set this precedent for us as humans to do the same. And that's part of the reason that we're different from animals. There's so many reasons that we're different from animals. But one of it is that we are are called to take a day of rest. We are not meant to work seven days a week. And in fact, um, when we are working seven days a week and we are not prioritizing a day of rest or we're not taking our vacation days and we're not resting within the year, we're truly actually a slave. That's what this article was saying, that if you really think about it, you're a slave to your job, that a day of rest is actually a form of freedom. That when we're working seven days a week, like take, for example, a millionaire, a millionaire who has so much money, but is working seven days a week, whether it's because he finds his identity in the work or whether he feels like he has to financially to work seven days to keep his financial status the the way in in which it is. Um, This article is saying, well, Okay, sure, he's a millionaire, but he's working seven days a week. So that really means that he's just a really rich slave. And I was like, oh, that's, there's some power in that. Like, as I think of my own life and I think of like my workaholism and I'm like, okay, the need and the, the, the idea that I have had many seasons where I have worked seven days a week, um, that really is a form of slavery. And it's not like slavery that's being imposed by my jobs. It's I'm choosing to do this, again, for many different reasons. But really, it's enslavement. I don't have the freedom in my own head, in my own mindfulness to take a day of rest. And so going back to that using and prioritizing vacation, my gosh, if you're struggling with taking all your vacation days within a year, just think you're actually potentially a slave to your job, whether it's your job that's keeping you from not taking those vacation days, or if you yourself are keeping yourself from taking those vacation days, like you need to create space and room to allow yourself. Again, I'm working on this currently for your, you need to play. We are not designed to work all the time. We are designed to have fun, to play, to be in nature, to rest, to turn off our brains, or maybe not turn off our brains, but to switch our brains from work mode into thinking mode, into going into a forest and looking and listening to the birds and, and, uh, being by a a body of water and, and seeing the peace and feeling the peace and, I, just all of that. That's so important. And that's part of resting. Um, my next point was being in nature. So I kind of skipped ahead and started talking about being in nature. But here I am in California along a beautiful lake. And I have just felt so rejuvenated and so refreshed by being up here. Um, one, I'm in the company of amazing people. And I think when we do take that Shabbat and that Sabbath or that rest And uh, it allows us to be more intentional in people's lives, right? We're not so focused, work, 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 that we're able to just have conversations that we wouldn't have with people, whether it's strangers, acquaintances, family, friends, your spouse, whatever it may be, I think it's really important that that rest um, allows us to participate in conversations that we wouldn't have, that maybe gets us to dream in ways or think in different ways that we normally wouldn't think or dream in. And again, that's I've experienced that. We, we gather around the dinner table 
um, every single night. And I've so enjoyed the conversations that I've had with people that are just coming from all walks of life. And um, they're all over California. Um, So anyways, that's been really, really special. Uh, We've been in nature a lot. Uh, whether it's been taking some of the toys out of water skiing and the boats and jet skis or ATVs, but also I went for a paddleboard um, session this morning just by myself, and I put on a podcast that was kind of my church session, and I went paddling, and it was just beautiful. It was beautiful to be out in this lake, and I was just looking at the birds and just looking at the beautiful like shoreline of trees and houses and just enjoying the peace and the quiet. And again, I thought, my gosh, what a blessing that is to be able to be in nature. And I think there's something powerful. So just an idea, if you are working and you're feeling burnt out or overwhelmed and you're trying to reach that extraordinary thing, uh, to take that time to retreat, to rest, to go into nature, to sit by a stream, to sit by a river, to just go into a forest and sit there, um, to pursue friendships, to not feel that you're super busy and you can't sit down and have a conversation with someone. Um, maybe it's your spouse that you need to take times and do a, a Shabbat with. Whatever it may be, I just would encourage you that there is something so powerful and so beautiful about taking a Shabbat and a rest. And so I'm here, you guys, again, um, feeling a little guilty to begin with. Like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do and I should be doing this, this, and this. And since being here, I've um, come up with some ideas that I don't think I would have dreamed of uh, without having taken this Shabbat or this rest time. And I've had just some time where I've been able to turn off my brain and I'm kind of switching from having been Adventure X for almost a decade. And that's the boat company that I've worked for um, for 10 years being a boat captain, again, deckhand boat captain, business manager. And because of COVID, things have changed there. And so now I'm focusing on Moi Moi and I feel this pressure of, oh my gosh, I need to do Moi Moi and blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, no, I really just need to take this time to be and to rest. And it's been so good for my heart and for my soul and for my mind. So anyways, I come to you once again, and this is where I'm at in real time, learning, growing, discovering, and uh, making mistakes too along the way, because that's what being human is all about. So I hope that this is an encouragement to you, uh, that you find freedom in taking and prioritizing a rest And I think that's daily. I think there's just times on our daily, on a daily basis where, like I said, take a nap, go out in nature, sit by the river, um, rest. There is a weekly rest. There is a working six days a week and then taking a day off completely, you know, where you're not just working around the house. And that's a hard one for me. You know, if I'm not working on the boat or in Moi Moi, I like to clean my house or I like to do something. And so I... I'm trying more and more to really just be okay with not doing anything or just shifting gears of um, not feeling like I have to do and to really focus on being. And let's see here. The next thing is to annually find rest times. And if you are a business owner or a nonprofit founder, uh, maybe to even focus on what your doing for your employees and that you're encouraging them to 
pursue their vacation time, take all their vacation time, or create maybe even more vacation time. Because there is something, even though you're like, oh my gosh, this is expensive to the business to give them a month of paid vacation. I really feel like and see it in my own life and and I've seen it in other people that uh, the more rest we take, intentional rest, not lazy rest, but intentional rest, the more productive we are. And so may that be a challenge and encouragement to you. Um, as always, you guys, um, oh, I don't know if I told you this. This is what the plan is going to be for the next couple months. Um, we did not raise all of our money that we were hoping to from our Kickstarter campaign, but that's okay. Um, there were other ways that I feel like God has provided to continue the Talking Story podcast. So it will look a little different because our budget was not reached in full, but we do have a budget of sorts. And so what we are going to do starting in September is that twice a month, we are going to be doing our original The Talking Story podcast, interviewing some ordinary person doing extraordinary things, hoping to bring inspiration to your life that uh, doesn't take a um, special person, you know, an air quote special person to do these awesome things. It just takes a person with a willing heart to do these extraordinary things. So that's what we want to continue to provide the tools for you um, and the encouragement to you. And um, I think what we're going to do is we're going to, again, take two times, do those interviews twice a month. We'll continue our reflections and uh, reflections will either be with me or Bob. Um, We'll just come to you kind of with what God is teaching us in real time, hoping that that can be an encouragement to you and maybe us together. I know we did that a couple of times. And then um, I think we're going to actually take a a Shabbat, a sabbatical from the Talking Story podcast once a month. And I think um, the last Monday of every month, we are going to not be on air. Um, And that is for many reasons. Um, One, for the monetary reason that it just, we couldn't pay for all each week to have an episode. But I, too, I just thought, you know, maybe that is actually something that God wants. Um, It just is a time where you don't feel like you have to put us in your ear and that maybe you, instead of listening to this podcast, can go out into nature and see what God's doing in your life and in your heart and wrestle and be and not feel like you have to do. And so as we kind of go quiet at the end of every month, uh, we just hope that is a reminder to you to take a sabbatical, to take a rest. And, um, and then we'll be back first of the month with more stories and more reflections. And then again, we're just going to go quiet at the end of the month as just a reminder for all of us to whew, take a breath, to it's not all about us. It's not about being on air 24-7 or once a week. Um, that God can continue to do great things without us. And we're just tools used by Him. At least that's what I believe. Um, if you want to continue to help keep this podcast alive, on air, that we can just keep rolling with this month after month, um, we are going to try to create something besides a Kickstarter campaign. So stay tuned for that. Um, but we are going to continue to use Moi Moi Market, Moi Moi Market's 
is a huge way that keeps the Talking Story podcast on air. And so many of you guys have loved on our brands. We have so many brands that help support women out of sexual exploitation, provide clean water, build schools, clean up trash in our oceans. And so by you using your dollar to purchase these beautiful products, you are a part of changing people's lives and even the planet. So we appreciate your Um, dedication to us and to our brands that you have kept the lights on in many of our brands, especially through such a difficult season as COVID. And as we enter in the holidays, we would just love it, you guys, if you could, here's a few things you could do for us. One is just talk about us to your friends, to your family, post us on social media, talk about the Talking Story podcast, talk about Moy Moy Market. As people are starting to Christmas shop, say, hey, I have a perfect place for you to do some shopping. Moy Moy Market is your place. And it's, you know, not only are you getting amazing quality, beautiful product, but instead of going to Walmart or Target, you're actually taking your dollar and transforming lives by buying this product. So if you could just keep that in the forefront of your mind and conversation, especially as Christmas shopping comes up. We would tremendously appreciate that. If you haven't already, be sure to like us, to follow us, to review us. So in fact, stop right now. Go on to your podcast listening platform. Subscribe. That's huge for us. And I know we have a lot more subscribers than we do people who've left us a review. I can see the difference. So if you have not left us a review, would you please? That will help us tremendously as we move forward, as we grow. We want to expand to more listening ears because our hope is to inspire more lives to make a difference with their life. Um, so anyways, uh, love you guys. We will be showing up next Monday, um, bringing a story back to you. So we're really excited about that. We have some really amazing people with amazing stories and we can't wait to get back to those interviews. But thanks again for tuning in to the Talking Story podcast. These reflections were, they're going to be hopefully timeless. We hope that you can refer back to them. They'll be a resource for you. They'll be a tool for you. They will make you feel that you're not alone if you're struggling or going through something yourself. Like, hey, we're all human. We're all struggling. We're all wrestling with this. And refer, you know, people to this and say, hey, you know, you're struggling with this. Here's a great resource, the Talking Story podcast. Not only are the interviews inspiring, but, you know, the reflections maybe um, have helped you out of something too. So we've been getting a lot of feedback from y'all on our social media accounts. And we love that. We appreciate that. We appreciate you. We believe in you. We love you. And uh, again, thanks for being a part of the Talking Story podcast tribe. We'll see you next Monday. Aloha.